welcome to 15 Minutes with Him, a prayer line where we gather every Monday and Friday from 5.45 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I'm so grateful that you joined me this morning. I hope that you had a good night's rest. I hope that you are doing well. But we know that there's so much that could be you could be dealing with, but at the same time, also know that God is with you. He has not forsaken you. As much as you may feel like it, it may even seem like it, but the Lord himself, he has not forsaken you. So just continue to hold on to that and to be encouraged. Well, today we are going to take a walk into the book of Mark, and I ask that you, on your time of reading, that you read the entire chapter of Mark 6. But for today's call, we're looking at Mark chapter 6, verses 7 through 11, and it reads on this wise, I'm coming from the King James Version of these verses. And he called unto him the twelve, and began to send them forth by two and two, and gave them power over unclean spirits, and commanded them that they should take nothing for their journey, save a staff only, no scrip, no bread, no money in their purse, but be shod with sandals, and not put on two coats. And he said unto them, In what place soever ye enter into a house, there abide till ye depart from that place? And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear you, when you would depart thence, shake off the dust under your feet for a testimony against them. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. So far the scripture. And so today, ladies and gentlemen, we start out in the book of Mark 6, where Jesus is in his own country. He was teaching his disciples and all the dead that were there, but the people could not really hear him. Why? Because there were too many questions that they had. They wanted to know who was he? What, where did he get this wisdom from? It, wait a minute. Isn't that Mary's son? Jesus was identifying their prejudice, and he let them know that a prophet has no honor in his country, amongst his family, and even in his own house. Then it, we look, he began to talk as we look at verse 7 today, where he's fixing his eyes to tell them about the mission that he's called them to do. He tells them to go out by twos. He said, don't take anything, not what you say. Don't take any money. Don't take any bread, nothing to eat, except a staff. The staff would be like a stick to help them as they're walking while they're going on their journey. He said, says that wherever you go, if you're not accepted or if you're not listened to, shake off the dust as a testimony to them. And as far as dealing with them, Jesus will take care of that because he said it would be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah than it would be for them on the Day of Judgment. Well, yesterday I heard so many sermons that encouraged me and others to acknowledge what you have done and what you haven't done. But whatever it is, get back in line. Well, today I remind you what's the whole point of our lives. We're to live for him, but we are all on a mission. You need to say that to yourself. I'm on a mission. You are supposed to give those that you talk to hope. You are supposed to tell them that Jesus can do anything. You are to tell them that he loves them. Don't worry about what you'll say, because when Jesus sent them out, he didn't give them a script. That's what that is, to say, this is what you say at this time, at this very moment. This is what you're going to say if they don't say this. He said, don't worry about that. Don't worry about what you want to eat. Just go. And that means to go in his power, but also go in faith. And so the only way that you can be able to have a conversation with whomever you sit with on the train, at your job, um, coming up and down in your building, is that you got to read the Word. You have to read Jesus because Jesus, he himself is the Word. So when a question comes up and you're ready to talk to someone, you can tell all those around you 
who he is, and that there is still hope, and his name is Jesus. So today I remind you that you're on a mission. I'm on a mission, and it is important for us to tell those about the goodness of Christ because they're in a place of hopelessness. They're in a place where they think no one loves them. They're in a place where they feel like, is it even worth it? Yes, it is worth it to live. And so when you want to remember what is a mission, it is an important assignment to go into the oil of the world and to spread the faith. And so it's time, if you've gotten off track, as I heard yesterday, I'm reminding you, get back on track, but also that you are on a mission. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning. We thank you. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for keeping us. We thank you for last night's rest and waking us up this morning. We thank you for a new day, new mercies, God, that we've never seen. You are a great God. You watched over us last night, and we're we're glad. You kept us, and we're glad. You kept our minds, God, and we are glad. Lord, we just lift you up this morning. You are amazing. You are great. You are wonderful. You are the one who loves us in spite of us. And for that, Lord, we adore you as well. We love you as well. But your love cannot uh, supersede our love for you. We do our best to show you how much we love you. But we thank you, God, that you love us. And for that, we give you the honor. This morning, God, we ask that you would have mercy upon us, God, according to the multitudes of your tender mercies. Lord, blot out our iniquities and all of our transgressions. Wash us thoroughly from our sins and cleanse us. Lord, we thank you that you're a God who wipes away sins. You're a God who wipes away transgressions and iniquities when we come before you. And so we know that we've sinned. And so, God, we thank you that you love us, that you covered us, and that you have forgiven us. Thank you for being that kind of God. Thank you that we don't have to jump through hoops, but we come honestly to you this morning and ask that you forgive us. Well, Lord, this morning we are reminded by you that you told us about being on a mission. You told the disciples what to do. You told them to go out. Lord, so many of us have stepped away, if you will, about the mission that you have called us to do. When we hear of someone speaking about hopelessness and sadness, we say, okay, I'm going to pray for you. Okay, that's terrible, and we move on. We've become aloof. We've become distant. we become discouraged our own self. We've become distant from people or distant from what we know we're supposed to do. God, you have given a command. You told us what to do because you told the disciples what to do. You let us know early on that there will be those that are amongst us that won't even receive us. They won't even hear us. That even in your own home, even in your own country, even in your own house, you will not be accepted when you tell people, tell your family about Jesus, tell your children about Jesus. There may be a time that they decide they want to turn away. They don't want to hear you. But, Lord, you have told us to keep it moving. You've told us to pray without ceasing. So that is not contingent on whether or not they hear us or not. It is for us to pray without ceasing. But you've given us a mission to go forth, Lord. We need to let the people know that you live. We need to let people know that you love them. We need to let people know that you care. And in spite of all, that you have not forsaken them. And so, Lord, we are so clear in your word about the fact that there's so many people that they've they sinned. They knowingly sin. They do whatever they want to. They don't even have a regard for you. But because they think they could just do it and there's no consequence, they're not clear about it because they don't know your word. So, Father, if we can give them your word, 
teach us how to read your word and understand your word and apply your word and speak your word so that when we are having a conversation with someone and they began to say, you mean to tell me that the Father will forgive me of all of my sins? And we can say, yes, all sins shall be forgiven and blasphemy for whoever shall blaspheme. But he that blasphemes against the Holy Ghost will not be forgiven and is in danger of eternal damnation. God, the only way we can tell them that is if we're in your word. So teach us how to eat the word, how to read the word. God, with all the technology that we have, we have no excuse. We have no excuse. We don't have a reason to not read it, to take two or three scriptures a day and take the time to read it. Lord, help us to know you. Help us not to just be Christians in word, but help us to be Christians in deed. Help us to be the followers of you, Jesus, and not to talk that we're a Christian, but we love you, that we're your disciple, that we love the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, that we are your children. Father, help us to be reminded and to tell ourselves, but to also tell them that you loved us so much that you gave, you gave, you gave your only begotten son, you gave yourself, that whosoever would believe in you would not perish, but have everlasting life. Lord, we know that you, son of man, you came to save that which is lost. So, Father, we ask now in the name of Jesus that you would equip us, God, just like you told them, don't worry about what the scriptures say. Lord, we know that even in mission work, we have to be prepared. We know that we need to study the word. We need to study our, the, the word so we can be approved when we are speaking uh, to rightly divide the word. But you said, don't worry about the script. Don't worry about what you're going to say, but when the word is in you, it'll come out of you when you're conversing, when you're talking. So, Father, I pray for your people today that they would not just talk about being a lover of you, but they would be a lover of you, that they would um, begin to seek you while you may be found, God. You said for us to seek the, the, the things of righteousness, and all of these things would be added unto us. So, Father, if that's what we're about, teach us how to walk this walk with you. Teach us how to live for you. Teach us how to be prepared. Teach us how to pray. Teach us how to fast. All the things that are connected with walking with you, God, we pray that it's not a religious thing, but it is because of our relationship with you that we know how to walk day to day with you. God, you told us that you have a plan to prosper us and not to harm us and to bring us to an expected end. You have the plan. You have the roadmap. You have the idea of what we're supposed to do, but you want us to continue to do what you call us to do. You said men ought to always pray and not faint. So you didn't say that we have to uh, go out all the time, but God, you will put us in places where we can tell people about who you are. You will put us on the job when people are discouraged, when Death is all around them when that they don't have enough money, when they have to take care of their family members, when they're not sure what the next idea, the next step, the next move is. God, you can tell them that we can tell them that we know the king of glory. We know the one who has the answer. When they're sick, when it seems like they keep going back and it's the same answer, the same response, and nothing seems to be changing, God, help us to tell them that you could change things in the moment of a twinkle of an eye. You are the one who can heal. You can teach us how to teach them, how to talk to them. So, God, help us today. God, help us to observe all things that whatsoever you've commanded us to do. And let us know that we, that you're with us even till the end of the world. And so while we're reading that and being reminded in your word, we can remind others. We can tell them about who you are. We can be like the woman that went to the well and she met Jesus. She said, come see a man who told me all the things I ever did. Is not this the Christ? 
only when you show up and when you're in the midst can when we pray, can when we are prophesying, can when we're in the midst of a service, that you will speak through the man or woman of God and the word will be confirmed. It is when we pray, it's when we read your word, that all these things will come to pass. Even while we're talking to people, Lord, your word will spring up in us and it will begin to come out of our mouth. And even we will be surprised by how much we said, what we know, and how it was befitting to speak your word in that particular situation. God, you're the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Nothing has changed. Nothing is, has changed. It's the same. There's nothing new under the sun. Hurt is still hurt. Pain is still pain. Discouragement is still discouragement. And it's written throughout your word, all those who have dealt with all of these emotions, anger, frustration, wanted to walk away, wanted to give up, all of this has existed in the scriptures. And so because of that, God, we know that you can help us to walk this journey, but to tell others, help us to be about our mission, to be on our mission, to tell the good news. God, the good news is going on even in a bad situation, in a bad day, in a bad world, in a place where things are up in an uproar. The good news is the gospel. God, help us to get back on our mission and to know that even if we speak to someone and they don't seem to be receiving, your word lets us know that one soweth and another is going to plant, God, but you, Lord, give the increase. One waters and you give the increase. God, it's about you. It's about us being on our mission. And so this morning, we know that you hear us when we pray. We know that you're going to help us get back in line. And so we just ask that you would remember the war in Ukraine. Oh, God, we put it before you. We know that you know all the ins and outs from Russia, from Ukraine, from the people, the people on the street, the ones that even after they bomb their homes, now they're bombing where they're in shelters. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy this morning, God. God, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the fires that have happened all over the place. God, help the people. God, we pray for those who were lost in the fire, their family members, those that remain. We pray for the children. We pray for the adults. God, provide a place for them to live. Provide a substantial place, a long-standing place, God. Help them in the midst of their sorrow as they're trying to cope and deal with the fact that we lost everything. God, it is but for your mercy and your grace that that could happen to any one of us. So we pray that you would help us to be mindful of others who are suffering, who are going through, that we might give back. We thank you for those who have made it through. They are dealing with a sickness, but they're making it through. They are recovering. So we lift up Talise and Yasmin, two young women who both had a stroke. God, have mercy, have mercy. But God, you're bringing them back there, going in therapy. But we pray for an expedient recovery, expedient therapy, that they're able to move faster, whatever they need financially, God. Help them, help their families to be attentive to them in the name of the Lord Jesus, because you are still able. We pray for Leroy and Teresa Grippa in the name of the Lord Jesus. Remember their faithfulness unto you, God, in the name of Jesus, and bless them abundantly according to your word, according to your riches and glory. You said that you would supply all their needs according to your riches and glory, and we believe to see it, God, and anybody else that is in need, God, you said you would supply our needs. So, Father, show up and show out in the name of Jesus. I lift up Carolyn, her mom, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for her mind her mother's mind, having the mind of Christ. We thank you for Annie being well and anyone else who has family members that it seems like something is going on with them. Their mind is all over the place. They're saying things that's kind of out of whack. 
we're not sure what's going on, but God, you know, you know what's happening. We pray mercy today. Remember your people today. Remember your people today. Remember your people today. All families, God, I pray for them today that you would keep them strong. The parents that's doing the best they can, the children that's trying to be the children, but with the chaos that might be in families, we speak peace. In the name of Jesus, we speak communication in the name of Jesus, and we speak love in the name of the Lord Jesus, because, God, you can do it. God, I pray, we pray for your hope to sustain us, God, as we go one more day. This day, God, bless it. Bless us wherever we go. Keep us safe, God, in the name of Jesus. Touch our families. Touch our, uh, our cars and buses and trains, God. Touch us when we walk up and down the street, and help us to be alert because you told us to be aware, to be alert, because the enemy, the Satan, he is walking around seeking whom he may devour. So we cannot have our head in the clouds. We cannot have our earpods on so loud that we cannot know what's going on. But help us to be alert so that we know and go and see what's happening. For you told us to watch as well as pray. We thank you today. We pray for strength for every leader, everyone that's guiding people towards truth, and you are the truth. You are the way, and you are the light, God. No one comes unto you, Father, but by Jesus. We thank you for this prayer. We give you glory. We give you honor, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, let me pray for your sake. Amen. And amen again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you for answering our prayers. And so every one of you be encouraged. Continue to trust the Lord. Get back on your mission. If you haven't told people about the goodness of Jesus, tell them. Tell them. And you ain't got to sound like your pastor. Sound like you. Let God use you, your uniqueness, to tell them about how good God has been to you in your life, how he's kept you, how he's brought you through, how he's in the midst of whatever you're going through right now, but that he's done some great things before. He has a track record that lets you know that he has kept you. He's opened doors. So then tell them what he has done. And while you're telling them, he'll bless you. He'll restore you. He'll he'll open up your own eyes to see, God, dear, you've been good to me. You know that I love you, but God loves you more. Have a blessed day, an awesome week, and join me again for 15 Minutes with Him. Take care. You've been listening to 15 Minutes with Him podcast. You can follow 15 Minutes with Him wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have not subscribed to this podcast, please click on the follow button to connect with us. To learn more about this podcast, Minister Valerie Lee, and how you can support this ministry, visit us at ValerieLee.org.